0: Welcome in across the Jacob Media YouTube channel. This is Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. The night before it all goes down at the link tomorrow, Johnny Mac, uh, all presented by Stateside Vodka. I was so excited to jump on Birds 365 this morning when you had to drop off for the Nick Sirianni press conference and i just got into saying hello and the guest jumped back into the screen <laughs> but just for that one moment johnny mac i was sitting in your chair with jody mac for birds 365 welcome in brother how are you sir
1: i'm doing well yeah i didn't even know you popped on so that's that's how quick me. it
0: was john i yeah. popped in and just like that um I was gone. Uh, tell me about Nick Sirianni. Had the press conference this morning. Um, I don't know how long they normally go. Uh, yeah, when that you was have a quick it one. one. It was a <laughs> quick one. What you guys talk? You know, any? Did you learn anything? What was talked about, discussed uh, this morning?
1: A lot of talk about the short week, obviously, because this is Nick Sirianni's first attempt at trying to uh, get through one of these weeks where there's no practice, basically just walkthroughs. We've talked about it a lot, and, you know, he mentioned, and I was the one who asked him the question he mentioned, you know, the minute they got back from Charlotte, he said his kids were asleep. He invited some of the coaches over. They got to work on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you try to use every minute you could possibly have, just like you on birds 365. So, we're gonna see uh, how it works out. Um, the Eagles have the advantage, obviously, playing at home. Uh, Doug Peterson was extremely successful on Thursday night games. Uh, we'll see how Nick Sirianni tough, tough task. Uh, for number one, the reigning Super Bowl champion. So I don't think a lot of people give the Eagles much of a chance in this game, but the, the Bucks are pretty banged up. And, you know, talked to Bruce Arians earlier this week, asked him what's the toughest part. That's a, that's a veteran coach. That's a Super Bowl winner. That's a two-time coach of the year. He's been doing it a long time. He said the toughest thing is, is health and getting guys rejuvenated, getting guys ready uh, because football isn't meant to be played twice every four days. Box have a lot of veteran players who maybe need those couple extra days. I talked to Fletcher Cox this week. He said he's usually just feeling like himself on a Thursday uh, after a Sunday game. So you can see it with veteran players. And, and Bruce Arians also mentioned a lot of times guys could potentially play on Sunday but they can't play on Thursday. And that kind of manifested itself with Tampa Bay. Antoine Winfield Jr., their best safety um, in the concussion protocol. If this game was on Sunday, he'd probably get through it. He'd probably be able to play. He's not going to play. Didn't make the flight to uh, Philadelphia. Um, So little things like that are a break for the Eagles. John, let's stay on Nick Sirianni for just a moment, you know,
0: as you've mentioned, the position of being a head coach in this league requires that head coach to function as a CEO just from a, a comparison standpoint. The responsibilities are, the, are different, but they're the same uh, in terms of how that, you know, in terms of how he functions and his role. How difficult, how much more difficult is it for Nick to be able to pull everybody along, switch gears out of that Carolina game, understand what's coming, and implement what you want to accomplish in this game on Thursday. It's it's even more <laughs> magnified than the minutes that click by on the clock, I would think.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, you in a lot of ways, you know, all coaches say there's not much – you can do as far as uh, being Tampa Bay-centric, so to speak, or from the box perspective, Philadelphia-centric. So in these short weeks, you sort of rely on your DNA as a team more than anything else um, and do what you do best on both sides of the football. Now, from Tampa Bay's perspective, starts with Tom Brady that's a guy you can lean on, um, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, Philadelphia, much younger, much more unproven. What do they lean on? Is it going to look good against the Bucks? I don't know. On paper, it doesn't look good, but um, this is the NFL, as I always say. Uh, it's not college football. It's not easy games. There's a lot of good players on the Eagles. The Bucs know what Tom Brady talked about it today. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave. I think he's most concerned about those two um, because he struggled when he has struggled, which sounds funny to say. When he does struggle, it's with that pass rush directly up the middle. So if the Eagles are going to win this football game, I think it starts with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave.
0: And are they doing anything different, meaning meaning uh, Fletcher and Javon, head coach Jonathan Gannett, are they doing anything different to help that process along? In other words, to aid guys that can already get home. Tom Brady's throwing the football. You got to get to him in X number of seconds or the ball's out.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're not going to sack Tom Brady so I mean that's why it's not about sacks it's about getting him off his spot it's about hurrying him up it's about making him uncomfortable he's too smart a player he's not going to take sacks Um, you know Brandon Graham the biggest play in in Eagles history at least modern Eagles history was the so called strip sack you don't get chances at him very often much like Peyton Manning back in the day you know maybe if he gets sacked 20 times a year um, that's a potential. He's smart. He understands how to play this game. Uh, he wants to get the football out of his hand as quickly as possible. He has the weapons to do it. And Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, even Scotty Miller—they're very deep at receiver. Rob Gronkowski's not going to play, so that helps. They have Cameron Braid. They have a lot. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the football. The positives are. I mentioned a couple of them, Winfield, Gronkowski, Levante, David's not going to play. Their corners have been out and banged up. So they're not at 100%, to say the least. And that part will certainly help the Eagles.
0: Football 24-7 here across the Jacob Media YouTube channel with John McMullen, all presented by Stateside Vodka. Don't forget to go to statesidevodka.com use the keyword Jacob, and get 15% off of a one-liter bottle. I'm not quite sure they'll deliver to uh, the parking lot outside the link tomorrow,
1: but try it. They, yeah, do, deliver. It try. they,
0: they do deliver uh, in Pennsylvania. John, let's talk about Tom Brady. Five and invite times.
1: me down, by the way, Crossy, if you if you do get that delivery. Yeah. Invite me down yeah. to the uh, town gate.
0: John, your standing invitation and that package from Stateside is waiting for your arrival in King of Prussia on the bye week. Jody Mack has already confirmed, your partner, that he had such a great time out at Screwballs. He's looking forward to coming out. And by the way, if you're watching uh, Football 24-7 right now, Get out to screwballs and King of Prussia. Oh, baby, do we have a good night planned uh, tomorrow night as our Eagles tailgate kicks off at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Somebody from screwballs will be departing and making their way down to the stadium. A lot of good stuff uh, tomorrow night. But anyway, I digress. Let's get back into football. That's why people are here. Uh, Tom Brady, a lot of weapons uh, on offense That that – receiving core that he has is better than anything we have perhaps so that means danger brother that means big big challenge big big pressure uh on the eagle defense on the secondary
1: yeah i mean look at last week against the miami dolphins over 400 yards five touchdowns i mean uh, This is arguably, if you go back, except for the Randy Moss year when he was in New England, um, this is probably the best uh, receiving group he's ever had, Uh, certainly the deepest. Uh, Mike Evans is a Pro Bowl-type player. Antonio Brown, if he didn't have the -the off-the-field issues, would be on a straight line to Canton. That's how good he was in Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh. To, till his uh, personal problems Kind of overtook him um, And then Chris Godwin Is the traffic guy He's he's the guy who's going to get the most traffic of all Usually I mean they're just really good uh, And they have a quarterback Who knows how to get those players the football In, in the spots they like Tremendously accurate passer um, Now he is 44 years old uh, He's not what he once was So He kind of lives in the middle of the uh, middle of the field. Um, And that's something we've talked about from the Eagles perspective. They're the exact opposite. They don't want to throw the ball in the middle of the field. Tom Brady kind of lives there. So um, Rob Gronkowski being out, that'll help, as I mentioned. Uh, But there's not a lot to point to. Look, I, I think I said it yesterday on the show. Coming in right off the bat, you need a C level performance. If you get the A-level performance, okay, you're you're done. You're cooked. You're not going to win the football game. So you got to hope short week, traveling, uh, guys not not a hundred percent, guys not rested, coming off a Sunday game. You know, maybe this stuff helps, but if they bring their A game. Super Bowl champions are going to roll. John,
0: outside of the normal, no turnovers, control the ball, you know, keep your offense on the field, keep Brady off the field, outside the normal stuff that factors into how a game plays out, what do they have to do? What do the Eagles have to do? an absolute must tomorrow night? I don't want to say to win it. I just want to say to be able to compete and be in it, have a chance to win, whether they don't, whether they win or not, I don't want to say is irrelevant, but okay, but at the end of the fight, <clears throat> they were in this game. What do they have to do to get to that point?
1: Well, Nick Sirianni Sirianni always talks about two things, the turnover ratio, which is big in any game. you got to be plus in that category. How do you turn the football over? Maybe you're not going to intercept Tom Brady three times, but maybe you can strip a, a receiver down the field. Maybe you can do it that way, get fumbles, win that turnover battle. Eagles always talk about winning the explosive play battle. They need to get the football outside to the receivers because, look, I, I mean, Tampa Bay has led this league. We always talk about the run game in Philadelphia. Everybody in Philadelphia.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co.
1: Not everybody, but a a, a large majority <clears throat> want to run the football like it's 1985, like it's 1980 with Wilbert Montgomery back there. This, you know, you got to hit pause on that. I told Jody Mack that that this morning, you got to hit pause for a week. This was the number one ranked run defense in 2019. This was the number one ranked run defense in 2020. This is the number one-ranked run defense in 2021. They are giving up less than 50 yards a game on the ground. And by the way, I think the Eagles will, will beat that number uh, if you want to get a prop bet, but it'll be from Jalen Hurts. It's not going to be the traditional fashion. B2B, for people who don't know, uh, the box 350-pound nose tackle, Can't move them. Can't can't move them. So you're going to have to get the ball. You're going to need big plays from Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins. And I say Quez Watkins before Jalen Rager. Maybe it's time for Jalen Rager to wake up.
0: I lost my train of thought. I wanted to ask you one other thing. Oh, just as a follow-up to that. If they're not going to run... And they're going to have to throw, and I think you pointed it out on yesterday's edition of Football 24-7, that while they're strong against the run, they're horrible against the aerial assault. So that being said, how do you... Run an RPO offense and throw the ball down the field, or throw the ball and have success.
1: Well, uh, you know, part of that is you know the the Bucks are number one in run defense. As I said, they're number thirty-two in pass defense. Now they're not the worst pass defense in the NFL, but they're they're number thirty-two for a reason. You're usually playing from behind, so you're throwing a lot. Uh, you can't run the football at all. So you're throwing a lot, but then you add on the fact that their their starting corners are hurt. Um, one of their starting safeties is hurt. Um, so that is where you have to attack them. The problem is it's generally not what the Eagles do. Well, they're not a high volume passing team. Um, it's more of the, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It's more of the bubble screen. It's more of the, the swing passes, the screen passes. Um, when when Nick Sirianni tried to push the football down the field a little bit against San Francisco, um, against Dallas, didn't work out that well. Um, so there's got to be improvement. They got to find a way. Um, Dallas Goddard's probably not going to be available as well. How did they do that? It's a good question. I wish I could tell you. They have had some success
0: with some of the big shots. Now, a couple of those big shots were wiped out because either stepping out of bounds or going out of bounds and come back, and, and coming back in. But they have had some success, meaning Jalen has been able to chuck that football and get
1: some success. Maybe not, but yeah, yeah. he, he
0: has, he, right?
1: Yeah. He he's he's generally a pretty good deep thrower. And that's where the Eagles have sort of lived. Uh, they've lived with the short stuff or or the deep stuff. Um down the field outside the numbers, he seems to be a little bit better than down the middle of the field. Then you have a few he underthrew, but it's not easy completing, you know, balls 40, 45 yards down the field. So It's not going to be perfect, but it's one of the things that Jalen does pretty well um, as opposed to, again, those intermediate routes in the middle of the field. The Eagles have largely stayed away from them. Um, Did they need to uh, improve in that part of it? Probably. Um, I don't know if they have the confidence to do that yet. Maybe the fact that Same thing happened against San Francisco. San Francisco came in in into Lincoln Financial Field down two starting corners. Um, They thought they could take advantage of the secondary. Ultimately, they were unable to, but they were winning that game. They were controlling that game, especially early. They were unable to cash in on their opportunities. If you use that as a template and they cash in, well, then all of a sudden, maybe he can make it a game. Outside of Devontae
0: Smith on offense, John, and you just mentioned Dallas Goddard will not play uh, tomorrow night for sure, or you're thinking, or probably not.
1: Uh, it's not a hundred percent because he's on the COVID list. So he didn't have to be on the injury report because he's not a member of the 53 man roster when he's on that COVID list. So, If he passes um, the two tests and um, before tomorrow's game, the Eagles can simply activate him and play him. Um, So I don't want to say there's no chance, but I've kind of explained before, and you use Zach Ertz as the template for uh, the Dallas week, which was a Monday night game. Zach Ertz was able to play in that game, but he was cleared on Saturday. Thursday versus Saturday. We talked about Antoine Winfield from Tampa Bay's perspective in the concussion protocol. Same type of thing. If it were Sunday, he'd probably play can't pass the protocol by Thursday. I think that's going to happen to Dallas Goddard. If this game was Sunday, he might be able to play Um, Thursday. it's going to shock me if he plays because he was listed on the injury report Monday with an illness. And again, that indicates he was symptomatic. That makes the hurdles a little bit more difficult. From what you've
0: been able to gather, will Zach Ertz, how is Zach Ertz? You know, is, is, how's he playing? You know, forget about, what his numbers are through five games. I mean, can Zach Ertz carry the load? Can he be a difference maker tomorrow night?
1: Well, he's going to be a big part of the offense without, uh, Dallas Goddard available. Those two have been pretty much splitting time. Uh, they haven't been playing a lot of 12 personnel because Nick Sirianni wants more speed on the field. He's been playing mostly three wide receivers. Um, So it doesn't change from that perspective. Zach will just have to play more, um, and he'll be the main tight end. Obviously Jack Stoll is not the type of receiving threat. Now he's not the well-rounded player. Dallas Goddard is, he can't block like Dallas. He doesn't get the yards after catch, but as far as route running, as far as receiving, uh, just catching the football, he's, he's still their best tight end. So, um, I would be comfortable uh, with Zach Ertz and um, certainly in, in a one game situation, amping up his playing time. um, I don't think that'll be a concern for the Eagles. Um, And, and that's good depth at that particular position. No question about
0: football 24 seven with NFL insider, John McMullen. Don't forget to share like, and subscribe. We'll be right back here tomorrow night. Not we, uh, but Johnny Mac, the live post-game show uh, for the entire story as it plays out tomorrow night uh, at the link. Will the Eagles be competitive? Do they have a chance? That's the question. And if the answer is, yeah, maybe, is it Jalen Hurts running 95% of unscripted plays? Is that, <laughs> is that the
1: only shot you have, John? All right. I think what you lean on is what I said, the short week, the injuries from Tampa Bay's perspective. You hope you keep it close. You hope it's a one-score game in the fourth quarter. You saw last week, block punt, T.J. Edwards, Sean Bradley making a great play. TJ Edwards was named special teams player of the week. You need that kind of, uh, outlier play. Uh, maybe it's an interception, maybe it's a pick six, maybe it's a fumble recovery that you bring back for a touchdown. There's going to be have, there's going to be something that needs to shift momentum. Um, if you're just sitting back, uh, like, um, the Eagles did against the Kansas city chiefs, eventually this team is going to wear you down and it might be close for a quarter or two, uh, but they will eventually uh, pull away and they're too good. They're too experienced. They don't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, That's another thing. The Eagles can't it's time to clean up the penalties. If you give Extra opportunities to Tom Brady, forget about it. So if you're jumping offside on third down, you're not gonna have a chance.
0: And of all of the penalties that the Eagles, all of the mistakes that have occurred, do has Nick said that they're getting better at it? Can you can you discipline yourself to do that?
1: Well, you can discipline yourself to the pre snap stuff. Um, The ball starts on offense, the offsides on defense. That's the stuff you can clean up. Pass interference, kink. That's, you know, sometimes it goes your way, sometimes it doesn't. There's a lot of calls that, and you just, Jonathan Gannon, I think, has a good um, thought process when it comes to that. There's nothing you can do about it. Control what you control. Tell me the down, the distance. Go back out there and play. All That's all you can do. Um, but the pre-snap stuff, and then the out-of-bounds stuff, um, Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith, the illegal touching penalties, taking touchdowns off the board, you can correct that. Offensive pass interference, the pick plays, the rub plays. You know, don't be uh you-know-what. Correct it. Run the route correctly. Show some subtlety don't just bang into people like a bull in a china shop you're going to draw a penalty now it's interesting the the illegal downfield stuff i don't know how they fix that if you're going to run rpos and the football's not going to come out on time you're going to be downfield mm-hmm. so i don't know if that stuff is correctable that's one you're probably going to have to live with uh, to two you know a penalty or two each game if you continue to go that route.
0: Good stuff tonight from John McMullen. Are you on birds 365 in the morning?
1: I am. It's going to be right. a long day. Long
0: day For Johnny Mac tomorrow, birds 365 right here tomorrow, 8. AM to 10 AM. Jody Mac and Johnny Mac kicking it off your game day here across the Jacob media, YouTube channel, all presented by Stateside vodka. Again, one last, um, one last time, go to statesidevodka.com, use that keyword Jacob, get 15% off a 1 liter bottle, and yes, they do have the vodka soda in stock, becoming very popular these days. Great stuff, Johnny Mac. Thank you very much, man. appreciate it. All right, thanks, Rousy. All right, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Go Birds. I still feel good, Johnny Mac, <laughs> about tomorrow. Believe in hope, everyone.